I am a hundred percent a sipper by day, all day long. Like, does that I, even mean? Like, I have three beverages on oh. my desk at all times. And actually, actually, I won an award at work for uh, most caffeinated because. I have at least two cups of tea a day. And then when I'm not drinking tea, I'm drinking water or I'm drinking a smoothie or I'm drinking an energy drink or anything like that. I am very hydrated, guys. I was going to say, okay, we love a hydrated queen. Okay. Like, look, so- at my, look at my skin, guys. Like, it doesn't look like this in the winter. I'm just telling you. No, I mean, I'm I'm constantly sipping too, but it's it's coffee. It's not water. So it's like not anything good for me. When we're releasing this episode, guys, it's going to be September. Can we just think about That's that? That's so for crazy. A quick second. We've been doing this podcast for months now, and now we're are hopping into September. I know fall does not start for a few more weeks. I'm not going to say that just yet, but it's September. It's back to school, and in celebration of that, we have a guest on our Minnesota. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Yolanda, you're not supposed to say hello until after I interview you. Yeah, have you been listening to all (laughs) of our episodes, Yolanda? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, have you ever listened to an episode? (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to intro you. So Yolanda is our – well, she actually started – it's very interesting. She started as an intern for Margot. She grew into the person that manages all of – our emails, our newsletters, our like marketing manager, I guess per se. And then she eventually grew into our associate producer for the podcast. So she has had a very, I guess, kind of a short journey, but like a long journey with Margot. But she's incredible. She is so bright. She's amazing. She is actually listening to all of our podcasts after we record them. She edits them. She's the one who puts together our reels that do so well on Instagram. So I do want to give her credit for that because I think that those reels are like everyone's favorite. I mean, at Absolute least. Absolute game changers. I, yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's amazing. And the reason that we have her today is because as Jen mentioned, we are talking about going back to school and Yolanda is, I feel like you have a very specific set of like experience because you have experienced both in person and also online during the pandemic. So I feel like that's what makes your experience special and important to this episode because you you're, you know both ways. Whereas there are a lot of people that are going to college or university or high school for the first time in person, which is really scary. So we're going to talk about all the things. Okay, Jen, we'll go back to you. Say hello Here again. <laughs> And we've also been um, saying that we're going to have Yolanda on an episode for like the longest time. So sorry, we haven't done this sooner, Yolanda, but <laughs> we always wanted to have you. So we're excited to ask you questions and get your input on everything. Yeah, I'm very happy to be here. Finally, in the front lines instead of, you know, down in the trenches. <laughs> you're going to edit the reel. And you're going to be like, I have to pick the best looking clip of me versus putting me and Joss. Sometimes the clips are close to you. Sometimes those clips, I have like the worst facial expressions and, or I'm, or I'm sipping profusely because again, lifestyle. No, I realized that I nod aggressively because Yolanda has actually called it out like in <laughs> the text multiple it. times. She captions nod aggressively and I'm like, that's just me listening. And I'm like, you know, those, those like TikToks where like people are like making fun of people on Zooms where they're like constantly <laughs> nodding their heads. Like that's what I am. So thanks. Thanks for calling that out. 
I think you like to active listen, but you can't say like, yeah, all the time on the podcast. So you're just like visually like nodding so aggressively trying to show the other person that you're listening. <laughs> no, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. See, Yolanda knows me. Yolanda knows. And Jen's so. sit face is the best thing in the entire world. Like the way that she listens and sits, she's like, <laughs> you know that meme in like Miranda Cosgrove, that iCarly meme? <laughs> I feel like that's Jen. My eyes are very expressive, especially when I'm sipping. So thank you. I'm glad someone <laughs> noticed. Okay. All right. Let's get into back to school. It's September. Let's get excited about this. Okay. Do you guys remember back to school? And let's just say elementary school back to school, because like, that's what I think in the traditional sense of elementary school, high school. Do you remember what that was like? Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way as you. I think when I think of back to school, I think of like high school, I think of going to Walmart and buying school supplies and getting a new backpack and like packing everything and seeing everyone for the first time, like the bus, like that is my initial back to school thought. I mean, obviously we're going to talk about like college years and stuff like that, but I agree. I think of those younger days and I can a hundred percent, I remember those so vividly and like opening a fresh duotang, which I learned. <laughs> the word duotang. <laughs> people do not know what the word duotang means. I think that's a Canadian thing. Like, I used to do it hang so aggressively all throughout school, but I feel like Americans don't use do it hangs. And you had to have no, the like, right color codes, too. It's like, if you if your do it hang is not green for math, like, you basically failed math. Oh my god, math is red for me. No, math is blue. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> math is blue. I don't even think I have an opinion on it. No, I know science is yellow. Science is yellow. Science I stand is, by that. Science totally is green. Science is green. Guys, guys, you're all wrong. I think math is math so, is blue, science is yellow, social studies or whatever is green. Okay, mm, I don't I know. Think social studies being green, I agree with. There's actually heavy debate on this online. Everybody is like, Wait, doesn't is know there really? Yeah. What? Wait, what social studies? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I remember the class, I was gonna say but politics, I but you don't learn that in school. <laughs> Um, no, social studies. No, I mean, yeah, like, like the House of Commons and like the Senate. Oh, oh right, that's oh. social studies. S- studies that one of social. Chapter, you, yeah, you, the one chapter. Okay, okay. Gov- like, government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. government. Do you learn, yes, you learn about I history remember. in elementary school? No, you don't. And only in high school. But in high do. school, yeah. Or like medieval studies. Remember that from grade four? That would have been social studies, wouldn't it? Or would that have been that like, was actually you took med- was medieval studies? No, 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 no. We just went. No, Jen, we just went to medieval times for a field trip. That's, we didn't that's study not true. it. That is not true. We 100% did because, okay, everyone come for me and tell me this is accurate because I know it is. I know it is. In grade four, you have to build a castle as part of, yes, yes, you do. You have to build a castle and you have to, it has to have a working drawbridge. I kid you not, this is 100% happened because my sister did it. And I, yeah, see? Yeah, it needs a moat. It needs a moat. It needs to have a moat. You have to have a working drawbridge and you have to build a castle. And I remember this distinctly on Castle Reveal Day, um, when everyone came, we had a medieval theme party and everyone had to come dressed as like a medieval, like they gave you a character. But my teacher gave me a wench and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't play wench. Like, I was kind of just like, uh, no, I want to be a princess or whatever else. But yeah, you had to do that. And there was a guy, a guy, a kid, our age, I won't say his name because I actually talked to him not too long ago. Maybe he listens. Who knows? He came to, to that day and his castle and his moat, his, his like drawbridge was made out of Lego. And I was like, 
that's cheating. Like you've oh. cheated. Okay, you failed I, grade four. I have a question. Was this when you were in French immersion? Because I don't think we went no. to the same school for this. No. Oh my god. Okay, Bella, Steph, anyway, loyal listeners. Okay, call call me and tell me you know this happened. Okay. Well, I'm saying it didn't happen. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh my god. Can we call my dad right now? Can we call my parents right now and have them confirm this story? Because no, they 100. I'm will. not. I'm not saying you're not right. I'm saying I don't think I don't. I wasn't in that class, and that was, was not my experience. Miss McCallum okay. in grade four. I, okay, oh my I god, feel, Jen, I, I, let's move on. Let's I feel so on. strongly about this. No, it has I can't believe anyways. we're going to skip back her saying castle reveal day. Like, that was just a casual <laughs> thing that happened in elementary school. <laughs> so no, so. did, you have, did you have to build castles? No, I think, elementary okay, school? we didn't have a medieval theme. We did, like, pioneers. We, like, made butter one day. It was, like, a whole pioneer day. We went to, what? like... <laughs> Yeah. What are they it's doing fire. in Montreal? <laughs> don't know. This is awesome. It's Ontario. <laughs> They're like, are you at culinary school? Did you go to culinary elementary school? It was like Upper Canada Farm or something. We would like take a field trip up where they like did all, they like, learned how the pioneers were and we like had this like whipping cream and we put it into this like Tupperware container and just like shake it until it turned into butter. Why am I crying right now? <laughs> what? butter in school this yeah. this is the problem this is the problem with the educational system why are we making drawbridges and butter when we should be learning about taxes you know <laughs> learn at nine years old learn about the cra learn about like anything okay wow okay that was so that was interesting fond memories of school clearly wait hold on so josh i had a story yolanda had a story what's your story what fond memory do you have from a castle reveal day to making butter like a fond memory from elementary school or from high school but like something that now seems kind of weird i don't know i can't i can't think of see this is what happens when you don't prep for the podcast guys (laughs) okay okay let's be real guys i'm put i i made up the outline for this episode in my bed an hour ago. So Joss and Yolanda don't know what I'm going to ask them, which is kind of fun though. No, it's fun. It's better that way. And I, I chose, I made those decisions. I chose to not know what the questions were. No, I don't, I don't know. I'll think of it. I'll think I'll circle back. Okay, fine. Let's, I want to ask though, did you guys have a favorite grade? Oh, that's a good question. Honestly, that churning butter year was pretty good in grade three. (laughs) Three? It all went downhill from there. Honestly. It's either like the really beginnings are really good and then you hit like something in like when you're 11 and 12 and 13, you're just like going through stuff. And then you hit your later teen years and then it's like great again. Yeah. I think grade eight. Grade eight was my favorite. Grade eight was fun. I think my favorite was grade two because it's like before it gets hard, like like you're still having fun in grade two and then you get to grade three and it's like you have to learn like levers and I don't know science what okay like y'all make it seem like they put you to work after grade three because they they do they do like I was not okay and this this might speak to a lot of my skills not a math and science person not my strong suit you give me a presentation see you there it sounds great but was I just didn't I didn't learn that way and I now know that like that is a teaching problem not necessarily a me problem but I wasn't very good at it and that started in grade three for me so grade two was fun 
And then probably a number of years of being like, I can't understand this. And then grade eight was fun. And I learned how to learn eventually. We're good. I, this is Sometimes people think I'm smart. I don't know. This is really interesting because when I look back at my school experience, I don't remember anything I learned. I'm just like solely thinking back to like the social aspect and like my friends and what I did. Like I don't remember a lesson at all. This is why when you ask me like what things, like what story do you have? I'm like, I don't, I don't remember being in class. <laughs> like I do, but I remember talking to friends. Like I don't remember like actual lessons. I don't know what that says about me. Well, no, you're not going to remember, like, yeah, on the first day of school, we learned about pioneers. Like, no, I think it's more like, is were there, like, were there, like, group projects or something that, like, stood out <gasps> to you? I remember yes. a great – okay, hold on. Can I say one first, though? Because I just remember this one right now, and I, you were part of it, Joss. In grade 7 or grade 8, we have a, a whole dance unit. I was part of gym. That was the exact, that was the exact same one that I okay, was going to say. Then, t- then tell your story, please, because it's so good. Where we had to split up. So Yolanda, our class or our teacher made us split up into groups and gave us like dance themes. So one, like there was a group of five that had hip hop. One had like swing music. It was had, mine. Like, I had swing dancing. Yeah. One had like salsa and you had to like choreograph some dance. I don't know if this was, was this for gym? I think it must've been for gym. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember... I remember being like in the hallway with like my group and we were like choreographing a dance and it was so much fun, but also like so unnecessary. Jen, I do remember the swing dance and you had to slide and you were like on the mats. Yeah. Okay. So funny you say that. This guy that was really into Jaws was in my group. So he was nice to me because he liked Jaws, which was great, which worked out really well for me. And we had to do swing dancing. And... I was really confused at like how to do like how to choreograph a swing dance when like you literally don't know like it's not like anyone came in and said hey guys here's how you swing dance and now create your own routine it was like figure out how to swing dance my sister at the time 100% made up the routine for us and I went to school and taught it to my group and my partner in our group was the guy that likes jobs and in order to perform and for it to be safe we had to perform on like gym mats and like, and I had to like slide through his legs as part of the swing dance, but I couldn't slide on the fucking gym mats. It was probably so You're just like stuck in between his legs? I don't even remember the logistics of it, but something along those lines. Yes. I request wow. that for the reels, you guys reenact these dances <laughs> that you had to make. I was hip hop <laughs> and we did Bootylicious. By Destiny's Child. And we had this one Mexican. He was like, he was new. He like was a transfer student, I think from Mexico. And he didn't speak English. And I remember he was like, just hating all of the moves. Like he just wanted to salsa dance. And it was like, you know, that was like the first experience I had of like, you know, group friction. Of like how to like group friction with... This anyway, one dude um, wants to salsa dance and Joss is like not here for it. No, I'm like, we're dancing to Bootylicious. But also one last thing I will say, Yolanda, I don't know if you had to do this when you were in high school. We had to do it because we went to an all girls like Catholic private school. But we had it's like a self-defense course or a class. Um, and there was this large man who just like attacked us. And that's what I remember. <laughs> 
Okay, that sounds terrible when you put it that way, but like yeah, they were was like watching. They were in a circle and surrounding yeah. us and then he attacked us. You had to like essentially do do the course and then you had like your training was that like you had like an attacker like session and then he wasn't like actually going to hurt you or anything like that, but it was no, like no, no. how you would get out of that situation. Like what skill that he has taught you would then get you out of that. Yeah. People would just watch us all, like literally all of us failed because we are women and he was massive. Yeah. We, yeah. we had like a, a class in like gym class in like grade nine about that, but there's this guy that does it for a lot of schools and he's got this reputation of being like so graphic. He's like, you just take the eyeballs and you think they're grapes and you just squish. Like he's like, last. Yeah, that's a, holy that's shit. What you do. That's what you do. Yeah. You fucking go for the eyes, guys. You go for the eyes. Like right in there, go for the eyes. And as you're going for the eyes, you fucking take the balls and you pull them apart. <laughs> that's what he actually said. Like you go for the weak spots. Just like I paid attention. You, no, you also. This is another thing because I remember I I got sent to the principal's office in elementary school for doing this to too many people. Do you, Jen, do you remember I used to pinch people <laughs> under here and they would like get bruises or like some would bleed? Yes. I used to do this. I used to do. I used to do it to everyone, and it like became a thing. Like the the action was banned from our school. Like, we weren't allowed to do it to people. I got sent to the principal's office and they talked to my parents. Joss, this is a perfect example of when I said, I love that I know this like super weird version of you because this is what I'm talking about. Like no other kid was going and pinching underneath people's arms. No, it it really hurts. So this, my point is it really hurts. So if you are in a position where you can like grab that like tender part, it hurts right now. Like grab it, it. you you pinch it and you pull it and you dig your fucking nails in it. They they'll be stunned. It hurts. I'm just telling you guys. I'm saving all of your lives right now. The fact that like no one thought that was like weird that you were doing that to people is really funny. By the way, that like I was like, yeah, that's just (laughs) Joss. That's just like what she does. Like she just goes and pinches people. Like doesn't it doesn't matter if she likes them, doesn't like them, she'll just go off and do it to them. It was an experiment. Because someone told me it like that is one of the most tender spots, so I was like, I need to try that. That's like one time <laughs> I took a chair and I like hit it on someone's penis because <laughs> balls. <laughs> when I was a kid, because I didn't believe like they would tell me when I was a kid, like, oh, if you get hit in the balls, it hurts. How am I supposed to know that? I'm a kid. I don't have any brothers. No one would talk to me about this, so I needed to find out for myself. So I would like take those like metal pl- those chairs in elementary school the metal things and anyway I'm I digress. Ever like not get kicked out of school for all of I your curiosities? In- I definitely got in trouble. Let's get back on the back to school and you know actually give our listeners some value from this episode <laughs> besides all the other shit we've been talking about. Okay, because we wanted to have Yolanda here to talk about what that like what school was like obviously online because from what i heard and yolanda i love your thoughts on this is that a lot of people struggled especially people who were in high school and then had to go to university that was online what was your what was your experience like and what did you notice i think there's like two different types of people so if you're the kind of person who really really likes to go to class like that was me i was like even if i had a class at 8:30 like i'm heading to campus and taking it in person but I had these, I had friends who, 
even if they had a class in person, they would choose to watch it at home, like after the fact. So they were like having a fine time in the pandemic. They were like, nothing was changing for them except for the socializing part with the friends afterwards. But with school, I was struggling a lot. Like once we hit, once I took summer semester in the pandemic, cause I was like, there's nothing to do. I'm just going to get ahead of my courses for a little bit. And that was so rough for, I was just sitting at home. I was living with my parents again and I was trying to take these courses and people didn't know how to teach online for the first time. And it's really weird because then you're just like on your computer 24 seven, like you use it to study, use it to like wind down, use it to do your work. I don't know. It just like feels very isolating. And it's even worse for people who have to be in their tiny apartment in their student apartment, like people who live in studios. I have no idea how they went through it because it's like, you're in that room and you're doing everything in that room. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. It's similar to like people that have been working from home. Like it definitely was an adjustment. I do feel like the difference is that school, like obviously you're there to learn, to get a degree, but it's also like the social aspect of going to school is so important. And it's like, all a part of the experience. So I do feel bad for people that like lost that senior year, whether it be in high school or whether it be in college. Um, I felt really, really bad for them because that's so important. And that was you, right, Yolanda? Yeah, I did lose my last senior year of college, but I honestly feel even worse for high school kids that lost their senior year, you know, like prom, graduation, you know, those things you, you have like, I think larger groups of friends when you're in high school, whereas in university, I had a lot of like one-off relationships which made it okay for like a lot of distant walks for me to keep up with social relationships. I think I'm not as upset as some people who graduate, like senior college grads upset about it. I just kind of came to terms with the fact that this is it and I'm just going to try to make the best of things. What did the university do to try and make the experience better for students? Like, were they offering support? I honestly think that my school, like I went to McGill, they did a really horrible job. They didn't have an online, most schools have like an online system already for teaching courses, but there's something about McGill and they're a little bit entitled and they were like, we're not going to have like this section where you can teach things online. So we literally had a portion of the pandemic that was just three weeks of like no school, whereas all the other schools went just online right afterwards. A lot of teachers didn't know how to teach online. Like some of it depended also it depended on your faculty and the professor you had because some professors just used past recordings from like last year and just posted that. Mm. So it was like very low effort and you were paying the same amount of money. I think money was also a really big part of it because the level of education is so much worse, but you're still spending just as much. So it was definitely hard in the beginning i feel so it feels so weird though because now talking about it because i finished school and i just like wiped all of it from my memory i was like school in the <laughs> pandemic didn't exist <laughs> yeah no i'm the same way i feel like this past year was so fuzzy like it didn't count that was that's like my experience where i'm like people are like how long have you been working at this company i'm like i don't even like i don't even count 2020 as like a year that i worked there it just feels so removed from everything. It's like such a weird experience. I do want to interject though. I had, I had a question. Um, I guess this is for both of you. So I actually have a mentee who is, I had a call with her last week and she is going to second year university. So she spent her first year 
online. So now this is her first like in-person experience. And she was like, I don't even know like how to make friends or, you know, what advice do you have just for like the whole college experience? Like, how do I make the most of it? And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's one thing to go to college for the very first time. And then it's another thing to go to college for the first time, like after a pandemic and just having to get used to being around people. So I guess like, what advice do you guys have? Yolanda, I guess from the perspective of like knowing what online schooling was like. And then Jen, I guess from the perspective of like, just in general, like how do you make friends? How do you like get used to being on campus and all of that? I just want to first empathize with those people because I cannot imagine going to school online and then having to adjust and then go back into person. Like I can't even imagine what that's like, but I would say my first thing, it's kind of related to that episode where you guys talked about making friends as an adult. It's like joining clubs. It's such a big thing. I went into university with a lot of my high school friends. So I didn't actually make university friends until second year. And I made most of my friends through this like one club. And like all of my friends from, is from there. So I think not feeling guilty that you haven't made really close friends yet after your first year because it doesn't happen that quickly. And second, like just putting yourself out there and finding things that you enjoy and that other people enjoy and then just like bonding. Yeah, I'd have to agree for sure on like the joining things front. Like I was very lucky to live in residence and make a lot of friends from my residence like the minute I got to school. But I know a lot of kids like and like that year of residence is usually where like at a lot of schools that you go to and you don't commute to or whatever, that is where you meet a lot of the people is that you are you live with them in the same building or the same floor or room or whatever. And that's how you meet people. With people who don't have that opportunity, I would say, yeah, join stuff. But also I made a lot of friends at my part-time job that which I, which was actually off campus. And I made a lot of friends there and they were my friends for, for like all, all through school and a little bit after. So that's another option as well is that like put yourself in a situation where you're going to have to meet people, whether it is in a team or even just going to the gym or any kind of recreational setting where you're gonna have a chance to talk to people like that's really important in that same token though as school becomes in class and you have to go to lecture and you have to go to tutorial and everything that's also an opportunity i know it's vulnerable and it's hard to be like oh i'm, wa- I'm walking into a lecture hall of like hundreds of people i don't know a soul neither does anyone else so, hey, maybe there's like, there's your opportunity or like in tutorial setting, which is usually a class of like 30. I don't even know if those exist anymore. Let's say they do. In a tutorial, they do. Do, do they, they do. Cool. Yeah. I was like, I'm old. I went to school 10 years ago. Um, but in, in that kind of setting, like there's 30 people in a class. So there's someone right there that's like in the same program as you probably in a small setting. Like it's okay to talk to people. I know for people who are introverted though, that's not an easy thing to do. So like, I mean, like Joss, like you met friends in college. Like how did you do that? Was it just being in the same program? Yeah. So my college experience was very different from both of yours because I didn't live on campus. Um, I went to school in Toronto, so I just commuted. And my program was so like niche. It was like broadcast and film and like journalism. So like I was with the same group of people for a lot of my classes. So we just became sort of like, I guess I would say it was more similar to like a high school experience as opposed to like the typical university college where there's like hundreds of people. It's like, it was very, it was this much smaller setting. So we just naturally became super close. And, but I, I was telling 
the um, girl I was talking to, I was like, I tried like so hard in orientation to get to know people and be like, I'm Joss, like I'm in this and this and this. And I remember like those people I met in my first year, like I did not talk to, like when I look at my friends in last year, you know, it's just like you could, I feel like you change so much from your first, first year to like your last that makes sense. So I know like I there's a lot of pressure to make friends, but it'll happen. And I feel like the friends that you have will change just like in life, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And also normalize yeah. having friends just for one class because, you know, you're forgetful. Sometimes you'll forget things and you need that friend that you sit next to and you can like bitch about the prof and like all the homework oh and you can keep up with things and you just are super tight for that one semester. And then you just like, don't go your separate way. Yeah. Go your separate <laughs> oh my gosh. Finding that person that you sit next to in a class is like that gave me anxiety because if they like weren't at class that day, I'm like, oh my god, who do I sit next to? Who do I talk to? I don't know if you guys had that feeling. No. Oh, no. okay, just me. <laughs> I did. Well, because like I mean, like going to university, our classes were always pretty big, and like in first and second year, massive lecture halls. In third and fourth year, they were smaller. I think I had probably classes of like fifty or like fifty or sixty. So. You didn't have to have someone you sat next to. I did have people though, but you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I had one other question. So both of you lived on res or on residency for those who don't know. Did you guys have roommates? I assume you did. I assume you had roommates. What was your experience? And I've always been curious about this of being like, how does that work? Did you guys like find people through like an, a Facebook group and you're like, let's get a house together? Or did you like, were you placed with your first roommate? And how do you deal with living with someone that you don't know? Because I I don't know how I could do that. I mean, I you only know? lived on res my first year and then moved like off campus and in the city the past next three. But they were like, you have this thing when you're applying and you have to like describe yourself in like three words, like choose three adjectives, put it there. And then they match you based off of that. And then you just live with the person for a full year. I think I've had friends with really bad experiences and I've had friends that like become besties with their roommates. And I was like right in the middle where we worked really well with roommates, but we didn't really click as friends. I mean, like it was nice to have someone to come home to after classes. You could chat for a little bit. We never hung out outside of like that room situation. What about you, Jen? So in residence, I honestly could not tell you how, like I probably had to describe myself as well. It's kind of like, what are your sleeping habits? What are your eating habits? Like, you know, what kind of thing do you want? And you have the option of putting like apartment style or uh, dorm style for your, for your residence. I wanted dorm style because I wanted the like traditional, like super, ex- like, like just like the old style university, you know, you know, experience. Like and Zoe 101. Zoe 101. Yeah. Zoe 101. 100%. 100%. You guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. No, but like, that, but that's like, that's what like, I thought. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted dorms because the apartment style, you had like kitchens and you could like cook for yourself. I was like literally making cereal. I did not have any, I did not know how to cook. So I was like, I want a meal plan. I want to live in the dorms. And I had all these things. And the thing is they gave you what room number you were going to be in, but they didn't tell you who your roommate was going to be unless you requested your roommate. And well, unless you knew who you requested to be roommates with and that person, then you would both get the same room number. But I didn't know. There was a Facebook group at the time that it was like incoming Laurier students, class of 2014. And there was a, there was a group for my residence building that I joined and people were just posting what room they've got, they had gotten. And 
I posted my room number, my roommate found me, and we started Facebook messaging like that day. And she was like, hi. And I was like, hey, and we, and we like, like, I'm also, okay. I like to say I'm sometimes like a heightened extrovert. Like when I'm nervous, I become more extroverted, which is like obnoxious to an extent. And I was so excited to go to school, so excited to meet new people. So I was like, I'm so excited to meet you. Like, this is going to be so fun. Like, what are you going to school for? Cool. I'm going for this. Like, could not have been more excited. She was from Oakville. So she was like, just like a town over from where I was from. We did meet up prior to, but we like had like BBM and we like BBM'd each other being like, Oh, are you getting a fridge? Wait, do you, do you know what BBM is Yolanda? Oh my gosh. No. You don't? It's black. I was like, of course she does. I don't. What's BBM? No, Jen, I think, I think, I think BBM was like specific to like a few years and then like it was Blackberry, like Blackberry messaging. Oh, that's what I it stands like, for. Okay. I've never felt so yeah, old in my like life. I, no, I think that like Blackberry was really big for like a few years and then it just like died. And if like you weren't in that, if you didn't have a phone, you, did you have a phone at that time? When in, did you get a phone? You'll I got my phone really late though. I got my phone in grade 10. So what year was that? Grade 10 was like... When did you seven, graduate high school? Seven years ago. 2017. You graduated high school in 2017? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm nine. Why does that feel like, why does that feel like yesterday? Okay, yeah. So maybe you didn't have a phone okay. during BBM times. So BBM times, Blackberry Messenger. So we were BBMing each other through this. Every, every Everyone who had a Blackberry could message each other. That was like the big cool club of Blackberry Club. I met her on the first day. Like she got there super early in the day. I got there in the afternoon and I was, I walked in and I like, I was like, oh my God, hi. I gave like the biggest hug. Like it was obnoxious, but like, I was just so excited about it. And like, so was she. Instantly became friends. We were friends um, for that year and all through school. Um, we just kind of have different lives now. So that's why we're not friends um, anymore. But she, it worked out like she was a great friend to me. We got along really well as roommates. And like we were actually probably one of the few, like, because there's only two people in a dorm on our floor. Like the only two roommates that like got along super, super well that like everyone came and hung out in our room versus other um, rooms. And then it was all my friends from that floor that I lived with that became my roommates for the following years. And we all lived off, off campus together. So I didn't have to find anyone, but I will say I have a, I, because we're talking about roommates, I do have a bad roommate experience that happened to a friend of mine that I want to tell people. <laughs> so, um, my really good friend who same dorm lived across the hall from me. Um, she was in our room basically like 95% of the time because her roommate was really gross, uh, to the point where like, I, I don't want to set up the stage that she was like very like privilege, but she, it was very obvious that she had never had to like take care of herself in the sense that like, she didn't have to clean up after herself. She probably didn't have to cook for herself and she would go to the dining hall, get her food bring it back to the room, eat it in the room, and then just put the garbage in like a garbage bag beside her bed. So her, their room was just like a whole bunch of garbage bags of old food boxes. boxes. Yeah. Um, also, at the end of the year, her bed sheets were yellow because she didn't wash them the whole year. And another fun fact about this girl is no, that, that probably smelled so bad. 
I don't remember it smelling abnormally terrible, but like. It's probably because you were used to it. I also, no, I also didn't go in very often or like didn't go in for more than like a second because my friend would always come over to my room. So like I was never going into hers. This girl also was like, didn't drink water. She only drank Diet Pepsi. Oh, okay. I mean, like, this is like a whole other like level of just like self-help for this like person, you know, yeah. this is like, we were really concerned about her that she was like addicted to like, what's it? Aspartame? Whatever's in diet, <laughs> diet Coke, like yeah. or di- Diet Pepsi, yeah, and like literally would like go home for the weekend and come back with like a 30 pack of Diet Pepsi. And we were like, how are you living? How do you sleep with this? I yeah. have to say, okay, well, honestly, when you go to college or university, you realize there are so many interesting types of people out there. Like the amount of people that don't know how to do laundry at 18 is baffling. It's insane that that was me i'm not gonna lie i did not know how to do laundry until i got to school and then i was like hey can someone show me how to use the laundry machine they were like yeah sure and then here we are but yeah that and also people don't know how to live on their own either so they're they're disgusting gross (laughs) okay well i'm glad i didn't miss out on anything there or like there's Um, this girl that i don't know i remember her so vividly she was from ohio and like you know from a small town and she didn't know what a samosa was like when I first, oh, yeah. so she was just like she was just like white and like <laughs> not. <laughs> well, I mean, she was white. That was <laughs> Jeff is from Ohio, so I can say that. Um, that's fine. No, guys, when I go to when I, and I'm not talking shit about Ohio, but when I go to Ohio, I have never been so aware that I'm Asian. Like, oh, really? It's just just white people, which is fine. You know, that's okay. But you just, like, stick out. Yeah, I just, like, I don't like being in places where I'm aware of my, like, ethnicity, you know? Right. Like, it just, that makes me, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, anyway. Uh, wait, I did want to ask one question. I know that we are probably at time. <laughs> but um, for those, I assume people are still, not everyone is going back to school, like, physically, right? There are still yeah. like, schools that are doing, online. like, online. <laughs> so, like, what advice do we have, I guess, for those people who now are still having to do online and also are missing out on that in-person experience when they see a lot of people going in person? Like, What advice do you have for those people? I guess also, Yolanda, because you've done it. So if you had to do it again this year, like, what advice would you give to yourself? Your Google Calendar is your best friend. Or I've had friends who go crazy and they use Notion. Have you heard of Notion? No. Yeah, Notion is, like, very confusing for me, though. I know, but I have a lot of friends who, like, I don't really... It's, like, an artistic way to, like, keep track of all your notes. I don't know It's, like, a bullet. It's, like, like a virtual bullet journal, you know? It's, like, a blank slate, and you can kind of make it what you want it to be. That's how I see it. I'm, like, I don't want to create anything. I just want it in front of me. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Agreed. But finding a way to organize yourself, because when you're online, it is so, so easy to get extremely disorganized because, like, there's days flying at you. Things are constantly changing. So, you know, find a good system. And I've had – I know people who've, like, made friends, like, online, you know? Like, if there's someone that you, like, kind of vibe with, you know, there's, like, people do – I don't know what platform people are learning from, but I use Zoom. And, you know, they have these, like – what were they called? Why am I forgetting? Oh, my God. I – complete brain fart it's like this like breakup room oh they're called breakup rooms and you go into them and discuss and you can just like you know if you vibe with someone just like 
chat with them on Zoom and just be like, hey, like, I, you want to work on this project together? Or like, it depends if what you're taking has a lot of group projects or not, because then you can like make friends that way too. But I feel for you. I will say a virtual group project sounds horrible. It's um, actually easier. I have to is say. it? Because oh, scheduling okay. things, yeah, scheduling things back when it was in person, this, this person's like, I can't right now, like I'm halfway across campus and like this person would be like, oh, like I'm, you know, going to work or whatever. And like, you have so much more time in your day. You just be like, hey guys, uh, I have a question. Anybody available in 30 minutes? And they'd be like, yes, I, I, I'm available. And then you just all hop on a call together and you figure stuff out. So it's like actually easier, I would say. That's actually, now that you say that, I was like, my work meetings are easier online because we know everyone can show up. Right. And like, you can like, I will say that's also the difference between like, okay. I think I'm all for like the virtual thing. I, I love it. I love working from home. I think the difference between like, if we're talking about group projects specifically, I think with school in person, group projects are so hard because there are people who are like, you get people that don't give a hundred percent that are like slackers that are like, I feel like the meetings are longer because you end up like talking about other things and you're just like hanging out. Yeah. Um, whereas like I, it virtually, you know, you have 30 minutes and you have to talk about it. So it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like it would keep you more on top of things. And this is the difference between work and school is because like with work, you're surrounded by people who like want to be there. I mean, not everyone wants to be at work, but you know, like people that like, you all have the common goal and you're like, we need to get this done because we need to get paid and like all of that. Whereas like school is like, you know, people like filter through as you go through the years. Some people drop out, some people aren't as motivated. So I think that it is harder to do like group projects in a school setting versus like a work setting. Mm -hmm. That was just a realization that I had, but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. Actually, like when you said that, I was like, actually, I take it, I take back what I said. A virtual group project sounds like just logistically easier because yeah, you're like, well, we're not going to be here longer than we have to be. So let's just like crank this out in 30 minutes. Cause yeah, I remember having like, Oh, I remember this so distinctly. I had group projects where we're like, okay, let's meet in the library and we'll find a spot and then we'll, but like, there's never a fucking spot, obviously, because it's a library. So like, can't find a room, (laughs) can't do this. And therefore like, could not effectively get things done half the time. It ended up being a lot more work than necessary. I do. Okay. Before we end the episode, I want to tell something that I saw on Instagram the other day. One of my favorites, Glennon Doyle, she posted on Instagram the other day that it was her daughter's first day of school and her daughter walked into the classroom. and And one of the first things that the teacher asked all the students was, what are your pronouns? And I was like, that is the most heartwarming thing to hear that like, like we live in a society that's actually allowing this kind of conversation to happen and absolutely like hats off to that teacher for being like, yeah, this is a time to ask that kind of question. Not that it wasn't before. It's that people know that answering and and asking that question is not going to put anyone on the spot or make anyone uncomfortable, hopefully. So yeah, that was so heartwarming. And that to me is actually what sparked the want to do this episode. I also have another teacher that. appreciation story in my last semester. I don't know if you guys have this, but like in all of my like group discussions or like, you know, raising your hand and speaking in class, it's like mostly men or like boys in my case <laughs> talking. And this one professor was like noting it. And he was like, I've realized that 
constantly like it's always the the men that are talking in these in these like bigger participation scenarios and he was like how can I make this a welcoming space for women because I know you guys are all capable I've seen your work and you have great ideas but why aren't you sharing them and then he got people to like email him and then the next class he like brought it up be like okay I want like women to be the first person to talk when I ask the question instead of like lagging on to the end of conversation so that also like being in that situation was very helpful I love that I do have a last question that I thought of that I want to ask you guys so if you guys had to go back and relive a week of school what grade would you pick? And I feel like that's different from the question of like, what was your favorite grade? But if you had to like go back, like be with classmates, do the work, like what grade would you pick? And if it's college, like what class, I guess. Okay. I have two answers. One mm-hmm. of them, did you guys do frosh? Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. A week. Okay. Yeah. Basically. I didn't. Yes. Um, because we're in Quebec and the legal drinking age is 18, like we call it like wet or dry frosh. And so like in the rest of Canada, you kind of have dry frosh because most people aren't 19 and can't drink yet. But um, I just also just want to go back and see how my liver could take that because there is no way that at 22, I could ever do what I did in that weekend at 18 again. So it would just be interesting to just see um, because Josh mentioned that you changed so much from 18 to 22 and like, it's true. My second would be to go back to high school in grade 12 because we had like a spirit week. That was really fun. Um, I'm very competitive. So it was just a good time to battle all the grades. Grade 12 was so – I feel like grade 12 was hard because you're like trying to get your grades up to like get into college. I feel like workload-wise, like I would not want to do the work that I had to do in grade 12. Yeah. I like those answers. I feel like my answer is, is similar in the sense that like, like, honestly, I would love to go back. I I would redo university in a heartbeat. Like, sure. It was hard. And I, you know, it was like four years of like hard studying and things like that. And it was really, it was a lot, but it was so much fun. So, and I miss that kind of like, that kind of fun. Like I, I genuinely miss being in school because like, like when someone was talking about how like it's September and like fall's coming up, I was like, I want to get a chai tea latte, get like, like a leather jacket on and my backpack and go to campus and live my best life. Like I, I, that sounds so nice. It, it sounds, it's like, it sounds like oddly therapeutic thinking about that. Like I want to do it so badly. So I would say I'd, I'd go back to, I'd love to go back to Frosh Week because yeah, same thing. Um, what we called it a week, uh, and redo that because of like, it was just this like out of body experience being like new people. Oh my goodness. All so many new friends in the span of like four days. And it was just a lot of new stuff. And then school happened the next week and I was just like, Oh my God, now I have to learn. It was like a week of partying and then a week of learning after from then onward. So I would love to go back and just kind of see how I handled that because <laughs> I couldn't even tell you at this point. Joss, what's your answer? I would have Joss to say, say grade two. <laughs> no, I, I was actually thinking, I was thinking elementary school and I was like, I actually hated half the people that we went to elementary school with. So I would not want to spend a week with them. Like I had, I have friends obviously, but like I hate like the rest of the people there. At least I hate, so I don't want to go back to that. This is why she was pinching people. Yeah. No, actually, no, we went to, we went to elementary school with some like 
assholes. Absolute assholes. Like, and, and many of them turned, are anti-vaxxers now, by the way. And it's like, And oh. they, like, turned into assholes. And they all got pregnant at, like, 15. So. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't what, hit- like, GTA city did you guys grow up in? It's called, it's called Mississauga. Or, I guess Mississauga is more commonly yeah. known. Well, yeah, Mississauga. But then if you were to narrow it down, it's Meadowvale. Yeah, Me- no, these people are all like white trash now. I'm sorry. But <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I, said, I think they're all white trash too. Yeah. I feel like I've said white too many times in this episode. Anyway, <laughs> I would have to go back to like senior year college because I loved the work that I was doing because I was like actually working on like creating short films and like we were like doing things that were so similar to what I did in the workplace. And I really love the people that I went to school with. Yeah. And I also feel like I would like kill it at all those projects that I had now, now knowing oh, what I know. Same. You know? I'm like, if I went, if I did my whole degree again now, oh my God, I would do so much. Not that I did, I didn't do bad at all, but like, I would just understand and care so much more about what I was learning about. Yeah. I also will say for those of you that are current that are listening that are in college and like you don't realize it, it's like that quote from the office like you don't realize you're in like the good old days until like they're done mm-hmm. it's like you don't realize that like those that period of time where you are experiencing independence for the first time in your life you will never have that again because like it's enough independence where you like you can go out, you can like drink, you can party, you can like come home whenever you want, but you don't have the responsibilities of like being an adult yet and you will never have that again. So it is so much fun to like just enjoy that those like that period of your life, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Best words to end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Influence and Margot Community Podcast. A special shout out to our team behind Influence. So Josh, our host, Yolanda, our assistant producer, Keisha, our designer, and myself, the executive producer. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform.